0: From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond. It's Step One Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder.
1: Hello, and welcome to Step One (laughs) Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. I am Brittany. I am Avery. Brittany
0: was uh right before we got on was doing an impression that I thought was Mrs. Doubtfire, but apparently it was a Christmas movie and she yeah. is still in character. Uh, we got producer RB with us, Titans Radio. We got a lot going on for you today, including apparently impersonations Lots from Brittany impersonations. throughout the whole episode.
1: Yeah. Um well uh, Usually, the first few weeks of the football season can be very slow. However, we have been given so much content, just little gifts from heaven, to give us a lot of content for this week. We have so much in this week's episode we want to get to. But first, Avery, I am sitting with the most recent Jonas Brothers concert attendee. Extraordinaire. I... I am, I'm pretty sure, the only one that listens
0: to Camp Rock Pandora. I don't know if anyone oh, yeah, knows that it's no. a station. I think don't I customized it myself, so if anyone wants to follow it, um, they could probably use a little bit more streams there. But I love the Jonas Brothers. I listen to Hannah Montana Breaking at news. least once a week. Breaking yeah. If you news. didn't know, I'm a huge Disney <laughs> Channel fan. Um, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Hannah Montana, you know, Throw It At Me High School Musical, I Should Have Been Gabriella. I know every single word to every single song, all the history behind it. I watched the documentary that came out on Amazon Prime. So I think it's safe to say
1: you're a fan.
0: I would low key call myself a fan. Yeah, I would I would, put, I would probably
1: put you in that category. Yeah.
0: I uh, DM'd their manager yesterday <laughs> the Jonas Brothers trying manager? to get meet and greets. <laughs> I mean, I know I work in the radio industry and it's probably not perceived as, you know, cool. Were you just in left Nashville? on sent? No, I wish. Oh yes, yeah, sent not, not seen. If I was left on scene, I'd be okay with it because then he would have seen it. At least
1: you could have like made contact.
0: No, Insta DM'd and then tweeted him and said, check Insta DMs, please. As if I was like a dude trying to hit on a girl and like really swim in the DMs. Does that work? It hasn't worked on me, (laughs) but I rarely get Insta DMs from men trying to, you know, swim in there. Um, They showed up at the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital yesterday at the Ryan Seacrest Studios. I heard about that. And unfortunately, I was not able to leave my job because, you know, I would like to keep it as long as they will let me keep it. And um, my boyfriend's sister went. She got very close. I, however, was in Section 306 at the (laughs) concert.
1: um, Very far away. Breathing the same air, though. Breathing the same air. And I think sweating the same sweat. Oh, I would believe that. Oh, from, from 306 with yes. them down there on the floor. Yes. Okay, we were well, front row of 306. Okay. Well, there that makes a huge difference. You should yeah. have said that. That's the first thing they could see. Oh, okay. So what was the setup of the stage like? I have to know that. And did they bring out any special guests? First things first They stage. did.
0: So first things first is the stage was actually a little bit underwhelming just because Bridgestone Arena, where the Predators play here in Nashville, they just got a brand new screen like a jumbotron but it's not working yet oh shoot so they just had the screens behind the stage and then two up on the right or left oh that dang, were actually, so actually the big one in the middle yeah so not the big one in the middle but the production was pretty great. They had, um, you know those things when you drive by a car dealership and they inflate them and it's like uh, oh, Gumby. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. yes. They had that uh, whenever Joe Jonas played uh, Cake by the Ocean from DNCE. It's like what I imagine to be looking like after spin and yoga when they say, okay, now, now come up one vertebrae yes. at a time. That's what I imagine I look like. That's how I thought I was dancing. Oh, I really felt it. I believe that you were. Yes. The I'm fact sure that you haven't lost your voice, though. I know. Party Girl
0: voice does not affect me quite like it affects you.
1: No, it doesn't. It's like I literally step into a crowd and lose, my voice walks away from me.
0: <laughs> um, BB Rexa opened. She had Kelsey Ballerini come out with her and sing her um, very famous song with Florida Georgia Line that's really taken over the airwaves
1: Good earlier song. this
0: year. Great song. Um, she was great. And then I. Really wanted Kelly Clarkson to come out because obviously year 3000. Yeah, year How could she not? But, you know, she just started her own TV show. She's I know, a very busy lady. Which probably would have made sense for her to
1: come out then to promote her new show. I
0: know. That's what I was thinking. And I think I'm the only one in like the fandom that would know this. But Nick Jonas himself and Dan and Shay have the same manager. Oh. So I had an assumption that's who they would bring out. And they did. Oh, and they sang you are, together. So he,
1: you are a fan. You're a true fan. I know it. I just I'm in it. I would have loved to see Dan and Shay there. Do you remember when they performed Tequila at the Grammys? Yes, and Shay Mooney, he ended it like that. I think Shay Mooney's voice is the most underrated, underappreciated voice in music. I would agree. Um, There was a bit, so last year when Taylor
0: Swift played in Nashville, Tim McGraw came out and they sang Tim McGraw. There was a bit of a moment where Tim didn't necessarily know the words to the song. Faith. Yes, Faith was a little bit shaky. It happened again last night they were singing tequila and then it was the second verse and joe was supposed to come in and start singing and i think joe forgot he was supposed to sing maybe it's just so But they were all like laughing on
1: stage right. so they were very goofy about it tim and faith we're not. No, they, they I remember they came out. Yeah, and then Taylor I think, just took over. I think when Tim and Faith came out, they were just so overwhelmed by the crowd. Yes. Because remember, she had those light-up bracelets. Yeah. And I think they came out and they like could actually see every single person that was in that crowd like you could at see Nissan them. Stadium. Oh, yeah. I, well, that's why she said. She said, I gave everybody those, uh, those wristbands so that I could see every single one of you. So she did. She's she saw incredible. you. Incredible. Yes, yeah, she saw you. But yes, the show was great.
0: Um, I love them very much. And if they want to be friends... I will make an exception. I really have this rule, like no new friends, because my bridal party's yeah, full.
1: I like, Drake Drake says. cannot bring in another person. Right. But, however, we can bring in more boys. You could bring in more boys. Do you think you would have Sophie Turner? Rumor was she was there. I would marry Sophie Turner. Oh, okay. That's what the wedding would be. Excellent. Okay, cool. Yes. And right. Danielle Jones, she happy could to, went to. Okay, wow. So, that is next level fandom that I've never heard before. Yes, but... tough fun. Oh. Well, on a school night,
0: too. I know, and I was thinking that. In high school, I never went to concerts during the week because, you know, you'd be mm, so tired the no. next day. School. I was very tired this morning. I now understand why my parents said no, and I intend to carry that rule on to my future children. How Nothing fun for, for them! You.
1: But while I was at the Joe Bros, I imagine you were watching the finale of Bachelor in Paradise. Well finale well, is it the finale? No, finale's next week. Okay. Which they will also announce who the next Bachelor is, which yeah, makes sure. me believe that the Bachelor is on Bachelor in Paradise currently. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Because I've already has, seen what reality Steve said. Should we get him back on the show before? He can do it. I well, mean he already tweeted it, but you know true. he can make it audio. Who I heard that it was Peter. Yeah, it is Peter. Oh, it's Peter Pilot Pete. See, I wish that it was Mike from this past season. Well, Mike's stating Demi Lovato low-key what mm, heard it here first oh my gosh like their instagram comments back and forth of course of course she would know because demi is an old disney star <sighs> um yes. yes i was i was watching bachelor in paradise and the biggest thing to take out of it um uh, spoiler uh John Paul Jones and Taisha go home because together though, right? Well, they they leave at the same time because they've been dating, and oh my gosh, they did the saddest montage. But John Paul Jones told Taisha that he was in love with her, like professed his sweet little heart to her, and she like took the longest pause, and they played this sweet music in the background. That I was like, usually you can tell based on the music what way this is going to go, yeah, and I couldn't tell. I was like, either she, either this is like the most dramatic, long drawn out pause with this. Sentimental music underneath that she's gonna say yes, I love you too, or it's gonna go totally kabosh. And it was. She said, "I'm just not there yet." And then mm-hmm. it was so sad. And then he walked up the beach, and then she ran after him, and then he picked her up and walked about sixteen steps and set her down. And then she said, "Don't go." And he left. And but then here's the thing: like they they both left, so they're gonna have to see each other at the airport, aren't they? Yeah, they, like it's one. It's a very small island. I don't even know what island airport. they're on. Somewhere I, in Mexico. I, somewhere in Mexico. I would but think. It's I would one, imagine no, that no they don't just you know. Go to Mexico City Airport. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't imagine they have to that leave they're leave in the same car. Do they get two yeah. different Tahoes? Yeah, well, who, yeah, two different Tahoes. They left in two separate cars. Okay. I just wasn't expecting to be so torn up about that because I wasn't like crazy about. I love J P J. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I just wasn't expecting to be as sad about this montage that they played while he's like reciting Shakespeare in the background.
0: My favorite thing that's come out of J P J is all of the memes trying to figure out who he looks the most like. Oh, yeah. Have you seen a Prince and prince Me, I think? The Prince and Me? No, I haven't yeah, seen that one yet. But I can't think of her name. She's also in a dancing movie where her mom dies and then she ends up dating this other guy. Julia. Julia Stiles. Yeah. Julia Stiles yeah. and the Prince they think that... Save jo- the Last Dance. Yes. Save the Last Dance is the other <laughs> what one. What a classic. Yes. They think JPJ looks like Julia Stiles and the Prince oh, had a baby. Yes. But they also think that he looks like in 13 Going on 30, Jennifer Garner's hockey boyfriend that she's dating whenever she turns 30 and you know, she like
1: they think that they have the same face and same hair yeah i'm the worst i saw 13 going on 30 literally one time in my life when i was 13 years old and i haven't oh my seen gosh, it since i, I don't like I remember 15, the storyline i, I remember she watched like, it every single night bad. for 90 days
0: wow so you are very familiar with that I'm story a Big. Line. if i'm a fan i'm a big <laughs> fan i get addicted you do and you know God forbid I ever get to meet any of these people.
1: <laughs> I feel um, bad
0: for them and for uh, my future jail bills.
1: Speaking speaking of being a fan and storylines, we have quite a few storylines to get to in this episode. I mean, I can't believe that we've already we're already like 10 minutes in and yeah and (laughs) only have been talking about uh the bachelor and the jonas brothers um okay so we have some news we have to get to in the skinny um we have some noteworthy headlines over the last week we want to get to we are also recapping this week's episode of real world football
0: it has been (laughs) insane just when you thought everything was done with antonio brown it is not There's so much to cover, but we're going to dive right into the skinny story. Number one, super surprising: Team USA loses to France
1: in basketball in the World Cup quarterfinals. So this ended their fifty-eight game winning streak. That okay. So and they have NBA players on there. I don't know if people know that, Um, but the um, U.S. men's team has um, NBA players from. Uh, you know, from your typical, you know, San Antonio, um, the Denver Nuggets, and there's 12 of them that play on the World Cup team.
0: And our team is known for just demolishing. I'm talking like by 60 points every team. And this is the first time they lost since 2006, when they fell to Greece in the semifinals in the World Championship.
1: Oh, <sighs> Jeez.
0: Second story: Milwaukee Brewers superstar outfielder Christian Yellick is out for the remainder of the season after fracturing his right
1: kneecap last night. Um, so Yelich was drafted to the Marlins in 2010. He was 19 years old. He's a phenomenal player. I was watching the Cubs-Brewers game with my grandma mm-hmm. up in Wisconsin a couple weeks ago, and she loves Yelich. He, um, this injury will end his season... Um, where he is tied for second in the National League in home runs. He's had 44 home runs so far this season. Um, he is third in his batting average and third in stolen bases. He has stolen 30 bases this season.
0: No more. Keeping up with baseball, David Ortiz throws the first pitch out at the Boston Red Sox game after covering from being shot in the Dominican Republic earlier this year. So was
1: this return? was this his first return and was it a surprise? I don't think that it was a surprise, Like you think but it was his announced. first return. Okay, because I remember seeing the clip of him coming back. But it was the, very uh, emotional oh, for him to be out there. I oh mean, yeah. he got shot in the back I know. at point-blank range. Right, which was kind of questionable. Like, was it... Don't, we were like, I remember researching this with you, and it, it was... It was a
0: fake hitman. Like, yes.
1: he was... The guy that
0: shot him was going after someone else, which I don't know how you can mistake anyone for David Ortiz no. in the Dominican Republic. No. But that dude is not in a good position. Tom Brady offers Antonio Brown and his family the option to stay in his house until they get settled down
1: in Boston. So in case you have not heard, Antonio Brown now plays for the Patriots. Uh, We have a full-blown timeline which comes from a uh, a no-dumb question from one of our listeners. So we have a full-blown timeline for you to catch you up to speed in case you are wondering why you're hearing his name so much.
0: Rafael Nadal wins the men's U.S. Open final, making this his 19th Grand Slam win.
1: Um, the U.S. Men's Open final is tennis, which, uh, Avery, you are a pretty big fan of tennis.
0: I am a big fan of Coco. I love, you know, all the young female talent. Of, I've really been following that. And, I mean, Serena lost again to someone. She's double her age. Not that Serena's not the most elite female athlete we've ever seen, but there's a lot of young talent coming up. Eric Decker has gone from NFL receiver to trophy husband and right-hand worker for Jesse James Decker as he makes sure that everything
1: is set up perfectly for Jesse's Kittenish New York Fashion Week show. So tell me about this Kittenish New York Fashion Week show. Like, try and say that 10 times fast first. So, uh,
0: she's obviously, it's Fashion Week in New York. She's putting on her own fashion show. She got invited to showcase her line. She has Kittenish, which is her brand here in Nashville. She now has a clothing line. Yes.
1: What a power couple. Yes,
0: Talk about beautiful oh, yeah. power couple. But Three kids all under
1: the age of five also. Yes,
0: but there's a video circulating on Instagram of him going back, making sure all the goodie bags are perfect Aww. for like all the journalists that are going to come so back cute. there, making sure all the refreshments are good, making sure models are going to the right places, making well, sure, sure that wants. dresses are there and <laughs> everything. And I think two of his kids are running around in the video. Like He is on it. He is managing
1: that space. So she's a country music artist yes. and now also fashion a designer. fashion designer. Yes. That's insane. And then he's a retired NFL player. Yeah, trophy husband. What can't they do? Oh, my gosh. T- quite the power. Oh, yeah. In an interview that they did with um, People Magazine back in May, um, they said that they're going to make Nashville their forever home. Like, I know they've lived here. He played for yeah. um, the Titans very up the recently. Titans role, yes. but, yeah. um, but they're making this their forever home. I don't need... Those two beautiful people, you know, just walking down the street. Neighbors. (laughs) I wish. Each week we do, as you know, a no-dumb question. We had a listener write to us and say, can you please explain the timeline or the history of Antonio Brown and why it's such a big deal that his name is mentioned all the time now? So, thus, we will bring you... A complete history of kind of how everything started with Antonio Brown. Um, Maybe like the first big thing that came out about him while he was playing for the Steelers. Um, uh, Up into the very recent accusations. Just yesterday. yesterday, uh, Tuesday.
0: Just over like two and a half years worth of stuff that's really heated up in the last like six minutes. Mm -hmm. Like it is insane.
1: So Brittany, go ahead and start us off. Okay, yeah. So January 2017. The Steelers beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Brown pulled out his phone in the locker room and live-streamed their locker room celebration on Facebook, which was a huge violation of league policy. Ben Roethlisberger had been telling him to settle down for a little bit, I guess. One week later, he is fined by the team for $10,000 for for doing that. Um, But then... Guess what? It's discovered that Facebook paid Brown two hundred and forty four thousand dollars at the start of the at the start of the two thousand and seventeen season to uh, create content for them. Yeah, the NFL doesn't like that. No, no, no. Which pretty much started um, his downward spiral from from what we've gathered. So then December of 2018, um, in a heated dispute with the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, Brown threw a football at him and then opted out of the remaining practices that week, for which he was benched for the game that week against the Bengals, where the team said that he was benched because of a quote-unquote injury. Which he obviously
0: was not now that it comes out. And Juju Smith-Schuster ended up having a great game, which is the other wide receiver for the Steelers. And I believe he was voted Offensive Player of the Week that week, and Antonio Brown did not like that either. Yes,
1: yeah, so he is starting to have a rough go. So February 2019, Brown takes to social media to announce that it is time to move on from the Steelers, but to also thank all of the Steelers fans.
0: I don't know that they even want him. I mean, he has an incredible talent. Let's not discount that at all. He is at the height of point of his career Mm -hmm. him and odell beckham jr and amari cooper who are all active players right now they are really setting the tone for wide receivers in the nfl and antonio brown was fantastic but my god does his mouth and his actions get him into a lot of trouble because just after that he's quoted in an interview to espn saying that he doesn't even have to play football if he doesn't want to Talking about if another team doesn't want him, if the Steelers don't want to trade him, you know, he doesn't really have to do it if he doesn't want to.
1: Which that level of commitment uh, to the sport is uh, thinking of that now that he's wanting to leave the Steelers to potential um, to potential trade teams is not exactly what they want to hear. No, in,
0: in no way, shape or form were the Steelers going to trade him to a
1: uh, rival in their um, conference Yes. So, however, March 2019, uh, the fact that his level of commitment to the game is kind of um, so-so, it does not outweigh his talent, so he is then traded to the Oakland Raiders. Yes, under John Gruden, who's their head coach, who has had
0: a very interesting run at Oakland because he traded away the number one defensive player in the whole um, NFL to the Bears and one of the number one wide
1: receivers, uh, Cooper, to the Cowboys. So up until this point, it's not that this wasn't like attention grabbing. It was at this point in May of this past year that I think everyone started to be like, what in the world is going on? So this was in May of 2019 prior or earlier this year. Um, this was going on behind the scenes. We didn't really hear about this until later, but um, he doesn't like his helmet. At this point, um, he was so irate about the NFL's new policy that he would essentially decertify his long. Oh, that would essentially decertify his longtime helmet and force him into a new one that he clashed openly with coaches at OTAs over this issue. He stormed out of practice. <laughs> he tried to sneak his old helmet onto the field, tried to paint it to mirror the mandated helmets, hoping that no one would notice.
0: <laughs> no, and it's not like he had to pick between one or two or three helmets. I believe there's 35 helmets that he could have picked from. And no other player in the NFL seemed to have an issue finding one that would work for them. he was the only one. So unsure why he, you know, was having an issue.
1: So, and this is going on behind the scenes. It then comes out that he gets frostbite when they break right before training camp starts, that he gets frostbite by entering a cryotherapy machine wearing the wrong footwear. Yes, this was in France. This was in France when this happened, yes. And this is all happening, like, over the summer. Yes, and we
0: covered a lot of this in our last episode And when we left the episode, we said that Antonio Brown was back. He found a helmet that worked. His feet were healed. He was at practice with the Raiders. Him and Grudem were on good terms. And then we released that episode. And then it all went downhill very quickly over the last five days. Oh, yeah.
1: Early September. So it's what now? September uh, today's nine eleven. Today's nine eleven. So tomorrow, the twelfth, when when we release this, early September, things had qu- kind of quieted down. Like you said, they're getting ready for the regular season opener against the Denver Denver Broncos. And Adam Schefter of ESPN reports that Brown got into it with Mike Mayock, who's the general manager for the Oakland Raiders, in a disagreement. He also reported that Brown threatened to hit Mayock in the face before punting a ball and yelling out, "And I quote: Now find me for that." In which case, they did. They fined
0: him, um, and this fine going against the team ended up voiding the $30 million that they owed him.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then... his
0: guaranteed money out of his initial contract.
1: The next 24 to 48 hours were just madness. It was over this past weekend when this all happened. Less than 24 hours later, head coach John Gruden said that Brown apologized to the team and that he will not be suspended and is actually going to play in week one, which everyone was shocked, like, that you're going to let him play after. Yeah. On a Monday pulled? night
0: football game, like everyone's watching. And then the fine comes in and. Oh, because he posted that video. Yeah. yeah. He posted the video of the conversation. Fine comes in. He posts on Instagram and Twitter demanding a trade or I'm sorry, demanding to be released yeah. from the Raiders. Yeah,
1: Saying like, um, yeah, just release me uh, on on his social media. Yeah platform which Which, if you want a good read go check out his social media i I would assume those are still up there oh yeah there's no way he's deleting this yeah so later on saturday after all of the fines they release him 5 p.m that night on saturday we're still talking about saturday he announces that he's signing with the patriots which i mean
0: if anyone can whip him into shape or really show him that he's you know not worth the money that all this Like his attitude, not that his performance on the field isn't, but his attitude and his persona and the culture he brings into the locker room isn't worth it. It's going to be Bill Belichick.
1: Oh, I heard somewhere that, um, that it's like the Patriots is where the degenerate players go to get whipped into shape. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bill Belichick
0: also (laughs) had Aaron Hernandez on his team, who is, was, Was. R.A.P. Rest in peace. Uh, arrested for murder.
1: Um so then the latest news headline that the reason that you know you're hearing of him again is like one wasn't enough, two wasn't enough, here's the next one as of Tuesday, he is now being accused of sexual assault. So now that I mean that's that is a huge headline.
0: Yes, huge headline um coming out from his former trainer who one of the incidents that she's stating happened in Miami. The Patriots play in Miami this weekend. Ooh,
1: timing.
0: As of um, this morning, Bill Belichick said that Antonio Brown was practicing. They're taking it day by day. The accuser is going to talk to the NFL as early as next week, which I believe is the earliest that she's available to, because she's getting married this weekend.
1: Oh. Interesting fact. What a terrible time for all of this to be coming out.
0: So uh, stay tuned on that. Truly Who knows where this will go? He is denying the allegations. It's important to say that. He's denying it. Um, No one knows what's going to happen. Who knows if he's even on a team this week, even though he could play for the Patriots and get nine touchdowns. Who knows? Nothing can be predicted from what Antonio Brown is doing hour to hour at this point.
1: Yeah. The storylines with Antonio Brown are bananas right now. Um, But college football, on the other hand, uh, this past weekend, there were two really big games um, that played out pretty much as expected. Yes, LSU over Texas. Um,
0: I thought it was a great game. I mean, LSU is very good. Joe Burrow, their quarterback. Um, then we had Clemson over A&M making it Clemson's 17th straight win, which is a longer streak than the next person under them, is less than double that. So Clemson's run in the field. That's probably their biggest out-of-conference game for them this season. So if they can hold it tight, I mean, Clemson's securing their way?
1: Um, I kind of want to get into, uh, there's been some talk about um, the Heisman Contest. I want to get into what your thoughts are on uh, the early talk about it. However, I kind of want to give a little bit of brief history on what the Heisman Trophy is. Um, It was established in 1935. It is an annual award that is given to the most outstanding offensive college football player in the United States by the Downtown Athletic Club of New York City. Winners epitomize great ability combined with diligence, perseverance, and hard work. Last year, it was given to Kyler Murray, who was the quarterback for Oklahoma.
0: Yes. So I would say the last two years, it's gone to quarterbacks, um, Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma, and then Kyler Murray. I think that this year, it's going to go to a quarterback again. You go through phases in college football where there's really, really strong quarterbacks coming out in the draft. And sometimes it's a wide receiver year. Sometimes it's a running back year. But it looks like this year is back again, year of the quarterback. We have Joe Burrow, QB at LSU. If they can continue to win, their biggest game this year will obviously be against Alabama, as is every single other team in the SEC. Against Um, Alabama. Yes, if you can take down Alabama, you really solidify that. Um, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback at Clemson. We last year, about first yeah. true freshman to win a national Great championship hair. in over 30 years. Great hair. Kind of <laughs> looks like JPJ. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He also has the blonde flow. Um, Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Uh, the last time an order- Oregon quarterback won was Marcus Mariota. He had a very emotional acceptance speech because I believe he was either the first or the second Polynesian American to win it. It was very touching, very beautiful. Jalen Hurts, QB at Oklahoma. If he wins the Heisman, I. That'd be
1: three. That would be three in a
0: row from Oklahoma, which has never happened. Mm -hmm. And he. We talked about this a little bit. His story last year, he was at Alabama. He got benched for Tua, who was the other Heisman hopeful. He. Tua got hurt. He had to come out in the SEC championship, and uh, Jalen came in, led them to a game winning. SEC championship game in the same stadium that he was benched in the year before in the national championship. And it was just the most moving thing. And now he transferred to Oklahoma because obviously Tua is the number one starter. If Jalen wins, you couldn't write a story better than A, a happy story. Not happy an Antonio story. Brown story. Right. A happy, a happy, story. happy yes. story.
1: And we're referring to Tua as Tua because we have a I very I cannot ha- pronounce his last name. <laughs> because Avery can't pronounce it. Taga Love, Iowa. That's uh, what we're going Let's with. hear from our ears. Right? Right? Tua,
0: Vagaloa. Tai Vagaloa. I put the G before the V
1: is my issue. V before G.
0: Previously on Football the
1: World. I did get to catch the UT-BYU game. I'm sorry that you had to watch that. Well, I think there's nothing more heart-wrenching than watching um, a Tennessee game with a bunch of UT fans and UT winning the entire time until the last, like, minute of the game or so and BYU just came back and ended up winning It they took them to overtime which uh, UT now has the most overtimes of record in like uh, college football history wow really? Yes. Yeah, that's they do. interesting I left yeah. yeah I was talking to someone and they were like oh yeah I can think of like four or five off the top of my head but um, one of the most um, uh, the most exciting part of the game in my opinion was when one of the BYU players shamelessly took off Jared Garantano who's the quarterback for UT took his shoe off after the play and threw it across the field. No penalty. That's it? not Did a penalty. Did you get a flag on that? Because nope. I've seen a lot of um,
0: replays of that, I saw it on Twitter. A lot yep. of people talking about it, but I never saw anyone talking about a
1: flag. No, there was no flag. Apparently, it's not against the rules. you would have to be a very specific rule to do that. <laughs> yeah. No um, undressing players on the field. Yes. <laughs> So
0: UT's was sad in a heartbreaking way. However, game day—you know, my favorite TV program—besides Friends. Game day is so great. I know they had their feel-good story of the week was USC lineman Austin Jackson. He took a break from spring practices earlier this year to give his sister a life-saving bone marrow transplant. Oh my gosh! Yes. So she's had this um, genetic blood disease her whole life. She's been in now. She had blood transfusions every three weeks. And they finally were like, this is your last shot. We need to oh, do a bone marrow gosh. match. And it's very rare that you and a blood sibling will be 100% yeah. match. Oh, my gosh. I hear that all the time. It's like a, I think, a 2% chance. So they tested him first just to go ahead and roll it out. And he was a 100% match immediately. And they asked him if he even thought twice about it. And he said no. He told the coach what he needed to do. They took a family trip to Hawaii just to, you know, have some family time together before it oh, happened. Oh, yeah, of course. Next thing you know, he's back in Arizona bone
1: marrow transplant and he's back on the field now. Oh my god. And she's doing great. My I like start to sweat when people mention needles at all. So like <laughs> I I just think that like I don't know you think about that moment when someone calls upon you to do something like like that and the fact that I am so terrified of needles I have so much respect for him. Wow. Yeah. He's wow, that's so
0: selfless. I mean, he's he's going to be a draft pick out of USC. He's incredible at his position, but he didn't think twice, and neither did his coach. His coach said, "We'll do whatever we need to do." He flew him back to Arizona, let him help his family. Obviously, he had to stay out for a little bit for recovery, but he came back just as strong. And his sister
1: seems to be doing great. So, oh, Austin Jackson just, for president. Thank you, College Game Day, for shedding <laughs> light on that. Um, Let's do some quick NFL team updates. <sighs> Do we have to? I, well, you know what? I just want to hear you say it about the Jags, please. All right, let us know about their quarterback. The what Jacksonville Jaguars—they
0: uh, lose their starting quarterback, Nick Foles, to a broken clavicle in the first half of the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Nick Foles, signed an eighty-eight million-dollar contract, <laughs> to come play for the Jaguars. Her
1: eyes right
0: now—he <laughs> got tackled, broke his clavicle. He is going to be out for, he can't return to practice for eight weeks, can't return to a game for 11 weeks. He had surgery. It was successful. However, he did break this on a
1: touchdown pass. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to break it, it better be scoring points, you know.
0: But there is a bright side to it for the new quarterback is a rookie out of uh, Washington State, Gardner Minshew second. Gardner? Yes, Gardner, Gardner. like a gardener. Gardner. I'm, I don't ugh. wow. But he uh came out with 88% completion. He is the highest rated rookie performance for over 25 passes. He set the Jaguars franchise record for the best game in completion percentage, which isn't hard to do. And he has the first uh rookie to complete 13 passes in a row for his first start. Um I believe since the 40s. So Maybe the future is bright and maybe we found our franchise quarterback without
1: knowing it. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad replacement. Um you and I watched the Browns Titans game together. Yes, so I was big on the Browns train. Yes, you big. were. We talked about it. And you go the, back, you go back, we have it on yeah, tape, Avery. I
0: am on tape saying that the Browns um are going to the Super Bowl or at least to
1: the playoffs. Which side they note They are not. Which side note though? Um, for as much as many eyes were on the Cleveland Browns and as many hopes were so high for them to be so good, they played so trashy.
0: Yeah, they were so overhyped, they were very undisciplined, oh my gosh, they have way too many egos. Titans players. Yeah, they were on it, but the Titans, I mean, they showed up, they did not underestimate their opponent, their defense shut it down, their offense was there. But the Browns are not what everyone thought they were going to be, which no. they may get to that point after they play together a couple more games. You know, sometimes you have to get some cohesiveness. Maybe this gave yeah. them a reality I mean, check. W- one week isn't
1: going to define your entire the season. The Browns are still
0: my number two team.
1: Well, but the Titans played fantastic. The Titans did play they, a great game. Yeah, without, um, like, zero flaws. But also, did you see that um, there was one of the Cleveland... The fans uh, in Cleveland were unbelievable. They poured beer on Logan on Ryan. Logan Ryan. Yeah. In the end zone, like right after they had scored, Honestly, he like jumped up into the stands and they poured beer on him. team was them. that
0: hyped up and we were getting embarrassed, I would have poured beer like, on myself. Oh, well, not yeah. Not a, no, that's like totally disorderly conduct. That context, happened in a Jaguars leadership. game uh, two years ago against the Seahawks, and they banned the two fans that were there for life. From, Jags fans did yeah, it? They banned them Makes for sense. life from the stadium.
1: Florida men.
0: Yes, Florida man. <laughs> Um In case you were wondering, Tom Brady... Has not uh, lost a step in the offseason. No, the Patriots are not going anywhere. They shut game. the Steelers down. Steelers scored three points, and it was uh, not pretty. Patriots looked great, though.
1: The Patriots looked phenomenal. It was a great and game. And without Antonio
0: Brown. So we'll see how much better they look Ooh, this weekend yeah. with Antonio Brown. And did you see on Twitter, so Gronk has made statements saying that he would come back just given one phone call from Tom Brady. And he put on Twitter Ooh, yesterday please. the side eyes. Oh, please. He did? Yeah. So
1: who knows? I mean, I could just be speculating, which I'd turn. like to do a lot. He might. But I wouldn't put it past him. Like, did Tom do that to stir things up? Like, just to be fun? Because he knew yeah. he'd get a lot of why attention. Or, yeah, why, why not? not? Come on. He's a... Uh, um, gosh, what did we just see Grunk doing? He was, like, posing for... IPods. Oh, wait. No, no, no. He's doing that CBD oil stuff. Yeah, which is why I think he won't
0: come back, because there's no way the league is going to be okay with that, even though it's not an illegal drug. But I don't see that being approved by the league anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he came back... I think he would just be coming back because of the love of his uh, teammates, not necessarily because he like needs the money or anything for like a job, because he's clearly no. doing yeah, just fine he's with endorsements on the side. Uh,
0: the Saints have also not skipped a beat. The Saints-Texans was probably the best game of the weekend. Uh, the Saints came back. Drew Brees led a game-winning run down the field, capped off by a 56-yard field goal by Will Lutz to win the game. Thank you, Will Lutz. You're on my fantasy football team.
1: That gave me the win. Coming up next week... On football, real world. College game day is going to go to Iowa for the Iowa-Iowa State rivalry game. Probably the most exciting game of the weekend. However, there are no top 25 matches this weekend. Yeah, so
0: there's not much. Iowa-Iowa State is still not a top 25 matchup. Only one of the teams is ranked. But after this, we kick into high gear because there are division matchups. Everything is there. Week four is really the beginning of every single weekend has incredible games.
1: And coming up next week on the NFL, uh, the Jaguars open the divisional play with Gardner. How do you say his name? Minshew. 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 Yes. It sounds like, like a, a salad. Shoe. Like a men's Like a Okay, so he's going to be the starting quarterback coming up. And the Sunday night football matchup is the Eagles versus the Falcons. Monday night football is the Browns versus the Jets. It sounds pretty boring. We have tweeted out the college football matchups for this week. Go ahead and check our Twitter page. That's at S one LS podcast um, on Twitter, and find out where when your team is playing, where they're playing. Um, you can read up on who their who their matchup is against. Um, and I think that's I think we got I think we got to it all. I think we did too. I mean, I know Antonio Brown
0: was a lot. It took a lot, but, but it was very important. It's very important. It's the only thing anyone yeah. is talking about. Uh, yeah, I swear, if you hear AB AB eighty uh, four, Steelers, Patriots, right. Raiders, Gruden, anything. Now you know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Step 1 Learn Sports. We have new episodes coming every Wednesday. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 104.5 The Zone's website for past episodes. Rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Twitter. Send us DMs. Send us your no-dumb
0: questions. We'll be answering them every week. Now we can get more in. Now that it's every week, not every two weeks. We got producer Arby with us, as always. Next week, I do not believe he'll be here because he will be on the road with the Titans. They have a Thursday night game in Jacksonville, which I will be on a flight to as soon as we get done recording this next week because, you know, got to support my hometown boys. And uh, we'll be back next week. All right. Thanks for listening.